Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Yeah, but every six or seven minutes, you have to open your yap again and yeah. carry on. Uh, another chance for money is coming up in about 320. The KFI Cash Refill Contest, $1,000. This is the last week it's going to be held for now. So you want to get in on this. Listen for the keyword in about 15 minutes. Uh, mass shooting last night on the campus of Michigan State University where the shooter, who ended up killing himself, apparently had no known connections to the school. Let's pick up the whole story with three dead, five hurt. Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI on this one. Hey there, guys. Yeah, they're uh, they're trying to figure out the, the motive, but we know the M.O. of this guy, the uh, kind of the, the way he was operating based on, on writings that they found. And it fits a lot of what we hear in these mass shootings, a loner. Uh, an outcast, all of that. But they've got to figure out why last night, why at Michigan State University, why those students. But 43 years old, the, the shooter walked from the, the home where he lived with his dad to Michigan State University, opened fire first uh, in an academic hall, then the student union. No known connection to the campus except living close to it. Um, but he had a three-page document in his pocket, which is going to help try to figure this whole thing out. He laid out a lot about his life, personal grievances about uh, people in different cities, including in uh, in Michigan, but also in New Jersey and in Colorado and uh, police saying today. We can confirm that all three deceased were MSU students. We can also confirm at this time that all five of the injured victims at the hospital were also MSU students. So in that three-page document, wrote about being often feeling alone, that he was an outcast loner, never accepted by others. You know, these are things typically we hear when the shooter is like 18 to 23 years old. This was a 43-year-old. 
Uh, the, the shooter living with his dad, his dad indicating that after his son got busted for a weapons violation in 2019, he tried to get his son to get rid of the gun and that his son had convinced him that he got rid of it. Apparently he did not. Um, but dad is cooperating now and, and working with police. There was a search warrant executed on a residence that was connected to the suspect in this case. And uh, investigators are telling us clearly, seems like the shooter had mental health issues that, that he was dealing with, and that this may go down that road. Uh, but uh, even if he had that, even if he had grievances in Jersey, which, by the way, they locked down schools there today because in the letter there were threats against schools there. Had he planted anything, they had to be worried about that. They didn't find anything. But why Michigan State University, that they don't know. But we know the, the, the dead sophomore named Brian Fraser junior named Ariel Anderson, junior named Alexandria Verner. Their families are beginning to put out statements saying that they were beautiful young men and women. And uh, the uh, Brian Fraser, he was in the, the world of fraternities on campus and was very popular there. Um, but they, they, now they're doing what we see on every one of these, piecing it all together of what led up to it. Was there a trigger? Uh, did what made him go walk over to that campus and begin firing at people in the academic hall and then the student union? They don't know that yet. All right, Alex, thank you very much for that report. You got it. Thanks, guys. Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI about the Michigan State shooting. And, John, the schools he threatened in New Jersey, Ewing Township. You're familiar with that area. Well, that's where our old radio station was. Our old radio station was in Ewing Township. Yeah. When we came from New Jersey. Uh, in the Trenton area. Uh, so I, apparently he did have ties to that area where he was threatening to shoot up schools in Ewing Township, New Jersey. But I guess because he was in Michigan and close to this campus, that's where he decided to take out his rage. Well, let's see. Uh, neighbors described him as a hell raiser. Hmm. He practiced target shooting out of his back door. Mm-hmm. Uh, his father had encouraged his son to get rid of his guns. Well, encouraged. encouraged. Well, he's 43. You I, can't make him get rid of his guns. Let's see. June 2019, he was arrested, charged with carrying a concealed pistol without a concealed carry permit. The charge was a felony, potential of five years in prison. He got nothing. He got probation. Nah. Um, he also had a, a magazine in his pocket. So uh, he got nothing for it. And his probation period uh, concluded in May of 2021. And let's see, the excuse for this is it's exceedingly common for someone who doesn't have a criminal history and was carrying a concealed we weapon. If everybody went to prison for that, you'd have an overcrowding problem. Well, you'll also have fewer people getting shot to death uh, in these mass shootings. So you kind of have to choose what's more important here. Yeah. Uh, I had read that he had some sort of uh, strong religious convictions or something like that i don't know if that entered into the shooting but uh, uh yeah i haven't i haven't seen that he was living in a 960 square foot home owned by his dad and uh, his son's demeanor changed after his mother died about two years ago well i mean it's very sad to lose mom but when you're 41 you really do have to uh have to handle that yeah. uh, uh adding to this the usual call for gun control. There yeah. is a Democratic majority whip in the state of Michigan by the name of Ranjeev Puri, who uh, put out a statement after the shootings, which said, bleep your thoughts and prayers. The oh, F word. I'm for that. 
I know you hate that thoughts and prayers well, because thing, it too, did. but his was, we've got to do something about the guns. I'm tired okay. of the thoughts and prayers. Here. Hold on. Hold on. I have an idea. How about when a guy is arrested for illegal possession of a gun, you give him the full five-year sentence? That was in 2019. He would have still been in prison. Now he wouldn't have been around to shoot up Michigan State. And it might have sent the message to him that you can't be hanging on to guns like this <laughs> instead of just a slap on the wrist. What, what I don't get, this is never explained. We bring this up every few weeks because there's so many shootings. How come this uh, anti-gun crowd is also anti-prosecuting people when they are guilty of gun crimes? Well, that's Gascon. I don't know if they're but, all... But, well, obviously in Michigan, he had a gun. It should have been five years in prison. Instead, he got uh, 18 months probation. Bad idea. They blame the guns, not the person. Blame the guns right. and the person. How about this that? This is why we're at a standoff on so many issues, like the mentally oh. ill, the homeless, and now the mass shooters, because this other side is like, no, it's never the person. It's something about society we need to change. No, that's that's not, how they feel. That's not going to happen. Well, then then, then enjoy all the shootings that are going to happen, because that's not going to change. You're never going to convince... Uh, the people who want to own guns and want other people to own guns. You're never going to get them to change their mind. In fact, every one of these shootings makes people feel even more strongly that they ought to have a gun and that they want somebody to have a gun in situations like this. Yeah. People are buying guns to defend themselves because the crime is, is run amok all over the place. Yeah, I know, you know people I have done that just in the last few years. There are several people who bought guns, and they said because L.A. is crazy. And I, I thought of that this morning. I said, if I'm ever in a place where this starts to happen, I hope there is a guy there with a gun that me, stops me the too. shooter. Yeah. It's not going to be me, or at least so, not yet. <laughs> so that, that's, uh, that whole idea is dead on arrival. You're not repealing the Second Amendment. You're not getting people to give up the rights to their guns. Never going to happen. Not not in your lifetime. So if you're, if that's what you're going to do, is stand. I, I suspect most of those politicians say that out loud because it, it raises money. All right, uh, next is another keyword. The cash refill contest on KFI continues. Your chance at $1,000. Johnny Ken KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Okay, well, we're coming up in a few weeks on what will be the three-year anniversary of the end of logical civilization as we knew it. This is the COVID lockdown that began heavy in mm. March of 2020. <laughs> and what we're getting now three years later are reports of the fallout from the great lockdown. The latest came from the CDC. The pandemic took a harsh toll on teen girls. Mental health, 60% reported feeling overwhelming feelings of persistent sadness or hopelessness. And of course, with that came fears that they might take their own lives. Not 60% felt that way, but it certainly had, it's actually 30%. Yeah. Good work. Seriously, seriously considered attempting suicide. Good, good work, all you obnoxious bullies who insisted uh, that we had to uh, lock all our children and not teach them for a year and a half. Teachers union ought to be proud. You got sixty percent of the teenage girls who are suffering uh, severely. And again, from, from depression. The COVID toll on people this age was very, very, very minor, right? This was about the elderly and people with all these compromising mm. underlying conditions. Yeah. But Yet, I think it was instilled on some of the younger people. Oh, my God, you're going to die. Yeah. Don't leave your room. Yeah. And uh, because all, all the teachers decided they wanted a year and a half not to work, they didn't care about the emotional damage their, their stupid, selfish decisions did uh, to the kids they were supposed to teach. Even, uh, even uh, mental illness among uh, teenage boys was up significantly as well. But but the yeah. girls are more than double. It's like 
and on top of that, they spent a lot of time indoors just staring at all the social social media sewage. Yeah, a lot, a lot of like, screens, like tic- a lot of screen time. Yeah, a lot of TikTok and Instagram, and you see how everybody else is more is prettier and thinner and more popular than you are, and it just destroyed their brains. Yeah, and I think the case could be made here, particularly when it comes to teens, that girls are really more sociable and do like the outreach and the association with other people. And it it hurts them more when they can't have it. It means much more to them than it is for guys. I'm telling you, it was was a two-pronged attack attack from China. Uh, They they sent us the COVID uh, to lock us inside and then got uh, all our teenagers addicted to their stupid TikTok (laughs) until until everybody was suicidal. And the other fallout from that is that some girls got the whole body image problem from social media, believing that they have to look like that because they're looking at the latest video and feeling that uh, if I don't look like that, nobody likes me, nobody loves me. Social media is a social cancer, especially for uh, teenage girls. I mean, when you're talking about 60%, I I mean, mean, can can you believe we did that? And I can't believe how so sure... And you know what? There the, were the, the, the women, the, the grown-up women were most sure that we were supposed to lock down and we were supposed to close schools. Most teachers are women. And look what you did to your daughters. Look what you did to the girls you were supposed to teach. Just destroyed them emotionally. Yeah, and these results were apparently across all racial, ethnic lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 20% of these girls reported experiencing rape or other sexual violence in the previous year, an increase over previous years. And I don't know whether how that's connected so much to the lockdowns or just uh, a really I th- I think sad it, condition. I think it made everybody crazy. I really made, I think it made a lot of guys crazy. That's part of the reason there's so much violence out there now. I, I think it had this collective traumatic effect on everybody's mental well-being. On their psyche. Because everything of- they knew was gone. Everything couldn't work. You're supposed to be terrified just going to the store. You couldn't go to school, couldn't meet with friends, couldn't go to a party, couldn't travel very much. You know, unless you had a lot of money to buy your way out of it. I think it was it was awful. I mean, yeah. it, it wasn't that bad for people during World War II because they still had their freedoms. It's the same thing during the, the Great Depression. As, as awful as that time was, at least you could you were in control of what you did all day. Right. This kind of overreaction to COVID was but, yeah, responsible can, for really putting people in a bad state. Can you imagine trying to explain this to the pro-lockdown freaks at the time? If you even whispered something about that you shouldn't be there shouldn't be a lockdown, it's gonna hurt people. Oh, you wanna kill grandmothers? How oh, there was, there was I mean, there was talk chatter behind the scenes about the effect on mental health. But everyone's like, it's more important to make sure they survive this pandemic than to worry about their mental health. We'll deal with that later. Well, we're starting to deal with it now. And the only people that were dying to begin with were the elderly and the people who were overweight and diabetic. This brings us back to what we've been talking about almost the last hour. What are we going to do about all the mental health problems in this country? It's just like become overwhelming. No, everything everything is acting out now. We're, We're seeing what's happening. A majority of people are doing fine, but we're seeing more problems with homelessness and mass shootings. And now this report on suicidal thoughts of teenagers. And I'm like, wow, yeah. what, a, so what, much, a, what a fallout we're having. From so much, it's a much smaller majority than it was, though. People are just not coping. But yeah. I think, you know, what you just touched on, the depression, the war, 
back then there was such an existential threat that people couldn't focus so much on themselves. And, oh, I feel sad, and I feel low, and I feel down, and well, nobody it, likes me. Back no then, there was just so many things you had to do just to survive yeah. that you didn't have time to really think about no. yourself so much. And it's a narcissistic culture. And that's what happens when people are isolated like this during lockdowns. All they do is focus on their own problems and their own self. Yeah. And then and, and they can really get out of whack with a perspective of what's really going on. So it's really really awful all right when we return well we haven't talked about this fella in a while and he's in the news for two different reasons we're talking about the man where there was a a lot of talk a year or two ago that you know if biden falters this is our guy for president it's the uh, illustrious transportation secretary <laughs> pete Buttigieg. And we're going to talk about one thing he is speaking out on and another thing he's not speaking out on and should be doing more on as transportation secretary because it's really affecting some people in Ohio. We'll give you the details on all this when we return. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, a chance to tell you that the Moist Line is back in three days. We always take your calls 24-7. It's very exciting. You can use the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, to leave a message. Call the toll-free number to do it, too. 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Well, we haven't talked about the illustrious Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, in a while. But he's in the news on two fronts, which tells you a lot of what's wrong with a lot of people in politics. A lot of what's wrong with him. He was out there telling the National Association of Counties that government infrastructure projects should be done by teams of workers who ethnically look like the neighborhood in which they work. This is not an onion joke. This is not satire. He actually made a speech that you should hire people that match the demographics of the neighborhood, specifically race. Well, why is that? Why, why, why would I, we have to do that? I don't. I've never heard this one. No, I've I, heard people say, well, the fire department should match the community in terms of the ethnic, ethnic makeup. But I've never heard someone saying, like, the people that are working on a bridge or a overpass hire them in proportion this is insanity. To the color of the community there's no reason this for is that really insanity no the, the 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 project goes to whatever company it goes to and uh, those are the hired workers they have the experience well then they have to figure out which workers they can put on the job to match the neighborhood's you no know, makeup <laughs> well what if there aren't enough i don't know are they the best workers uh <laughs> But I, I don't understand. I don't understand this. This is completely irrelevant and silly. It He's doesn't one, matter. Remember what, last year he said that uh, interstate highways are racist. I mean, this yeah, guy's really just. Yeah, I know. He's not going over be, the edge. He's not going to be president. <laughs> He's, no, he's, he's also a boring blob. Yeah, I and mean, he's the, he's this f foolish. Uh, I don't remember him uh, trying to act this woke in, in his little. When he ran for president, yeah, yeah. it's like he's he's doing like a, a bad uh, like uh, imitation woke campaign here where he, well, he's coming up with racial quotas for construction crews to match the neighborhood how do you even think of that stuff but that brings us to the real story that you think the secretary of transportation would be doing more and saying more about and that's that train derailment that happened along the ohio pennsylvania border on february 3rd this train was carrying what the washington post describes as a broad array of toxic chemicals 
And they're still trying to figure out what caused it. Somebody said there might have been a fire or some sort of smoke coming out of the brakes on the train. But um, this community uh, is really nervous. Of course, as we look, the EPA says, we've tested the air. Everything's fine. But uh, Yeah, they did that after 9-11, too. And you know how many uh, hundreds of firefighters and police officers and other rescue workers have gotten terribly sick and died from yeah. inhaling the air around 9-11, the, the World Trade Center. The EPA just went out and lied because they, they needed the workers to show up there and clean up the mess. Uh, one of the really bad chemicals is vinyl chloride. Have you heard of that one? <laughs> it's I, amazing. that I, I would not even want to be in the business of having to transport stuff like this. Uh, I heard they were afraid that the train cards would explode. They thought they might send shrapnel into neighborhoods, so they decided to release and burn the vinyl chloride. That sent dangerous gases, hydrogen chloride, and something called phosgene into the air. Have you heard and, of phosgene? And, and local animals are falling dead. They is that they, true? They are, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, because because it, it's too toxic for a little animal. There you we should be the on chemicals. This case. Uh, ethylene glycol mono, monobutyl was there. Uh, ethyl hexyl acylate, uh, isobutylene, and butyl. What is it? Butyl acylate also were on this train. Um, they were some of these chemicals. The chemicals were breached in the crash. Yeah, here, and here's the, the primary chemicals that were vinyl chloride and butyl uh, acrylate. Here's a headline: Animals are dropping dead. Are humans safe? And it's Isn't this, this what Buttigieg should be up front and center about instead of no. lecturing people on who no. they hire to do a, a bridge project? No. He's he's analyzing the shade of uh, construction workers' skin. While people may be dying from dangerous chemicals being so, released by a train derailment. So the residents are getting headaches and nausea. Uh, people have to uh, evacuate their children. One uh, resident said six of her chickens died. Oh, they were perfectly they were perfectly fine. They just health. Dropped? Yeah. As soon as they started this burn, the chickens uh, slowed down and died. Dead frogs, dead fish in the local streams. The NTSB has to wait until the tank cars are fully de decontaminated to get a closer look at what may have caused this. But there's a report this afternoon that videos uh, showing the train prior to derailing. It appears to be a wheel bearing in the final stage of overheat failure moments before the derailment. Erin Brockovich is on the case. Oh, is she really? Well, I... she said they're, they're telling people they can return to their homes, that it's safe. At the same time, the government is sending a legal notice to the rail operator over environmental contamination. This is why people don't trust the government, she said. You can't tell people that there's been hazardous pollution contaminating the environment while at the same time say all is well. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's just typical. They're worried about the fish in the waterways. There are nearly 3,500 fish across 12 different they, species in they, the Ohio waterways. I think they used a bunch vinyl, of them died. Vinyl chloride to make PVC piping. Oh, yeah. Um, among a million other things. That's not pretty. I mean, I'm glad the world advanced to come up with all ways to build things better, but uh, you got you got to be careful of uh, exactly what's Let's in see. some of these. How you handle uh, it? Here's one of the chemicals burning: ethylene glycol monobutyl ether. Uh, you get headaches, vomiting, nervous system depression, irritation in the eyes, skin, nose, and throat, and blood in the urine. 
Uh, it's not good. And I'm looking at a story that vinyl chloride can cause a very, very dangerous form of cancer. A long term, there's it definitely causes cancers. Everybody should clear out of there. Do not listen to the government. Get a lawyer and start suing. Darren Brockovich to the rescue. Yeah, that's what you need here. Yeah, it's a known human carcinogen, vinyl chloride. Brain cancer. It's used to make PVC piping. Brain cancer, lung cancer, blood cancer. It was liquid vinyl chloride. Also makes credit cards, furniture, and car parts. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, yeah. live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Who did Judge is worried about uh, construction diversity? <laughs> Bozo. Well, taking another look at one of our big stories this afternoon, is Diane Feinstein going to retire or not? Today, a statement was put out that Diane Feinstein had decided not to seek re-election. Now, a statement is just a document that's issued. Later on in the day... Feinstein was approached by reporters and appeared to be unaware that the retirement announcement was made. (laughs) Now, there's one of two ways this can go. She wasn't aware because she forgot or they didn't tell her. And now she's trying to play coy with reporters by saying, I haven't made a decision. Then a staffer says, no, your retirement statement went out. It did. She she forgot. Wait, that's Deborah's not, left. That's not live, Deborah Martin. No, it's Feinstein saying, I'm not retiring. <laughs> uh, yeah, she forgot. Because that, that, what I've read is that's what life is like with her. She forgets seconds after the conversation. Right. I imagine at some point they put together the retirement statement and then they picked the date to put it yeah. out and she forgot that. Right. And didn't wasn't updated on well, it today at any point, and she it, gets cornered by reporters, and it's like, oh, that went out already, huh? If the brain cells that carry the uh, and record the information are no longer functioning or no no longer there, do you ever wonder? Isn't it magical that we have memory at all? Don't you ever wonder how this works? Oh, I see the brain and retain right exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, at least when we see. Um, well, it used to be we could visually see recordings, right, on magnetic tape, audio tape, or videotape. Yes. Or, or film. You could see how it works, kind of. But this is, this, I've always been fascinated on how we remember what we remember and why mm. our brains choose to remember some things and not other things. What a goes spokesperson in- said this afternoon, the senator approved it going out today, just confusion on timing. The senator was out of the office for votes and a meeting and lunch and more yeah. votes when the announcement was sent. They're going to pretend that she's not senile. They, of they, course they, they release these stupid statements. Well, the senator, uh, stop it. Because she actually did an interview an hour after the statement went out and said, oh, no, I haven't decided anything yet. I will one day. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's just sad. All right, now we turn to, oh, Ukraine and Russia. We don't talk about them enough, do we, John? No. Uh, and just that- a... What, about a week or so, we're going to have the one-year anniversary of the invasion. The president of the Russian Republic of Chechnya, his name is Ramzan Kadrov, said his top general in Ukraine almost died from an attempted poisoning after handling an envelope. That's a good old way to do somebody oh, in, yeah, right? yeah. Isn't what happened on Seinfeld to the girlfriend of... Uh, of George, uh, she licked an envelope and died, or like a wedding invitation envelope, but uh, that wasn't murder. Kadarov, uh said that uh, Apti 
Adeludov, who commands uh, special forces, picked up a letter on February 8th that was saturated with a substance with a strong smell. Mm. And uh, he, along with other people who came into contact with the envelope, were treated by medical staff. Serious consequences apparently were avoided. Oh, I'm looking at the pre- uh, the uh, picture of the, the Chechen president. Oh, my gosh, what a beard. <laughs> he looks diabolical. Um, but they're now going to investigate this assassination attempt. And so who may was, have been behind this? The, uh, Chechnya is working for Russia? Yeah, they are. They're, yes. Okay. Because so this, Russia has said, yeah, taken over. So had this guy screwed up? Because this is what Putin does. Or was this the Ukraine somehow tried to kill him? Uh, yeah, that's possible, too. That's the thing. Slipping it could, in a little... it could be either side, because Putin gets mad at you for something, and then you get you get poisoned, or you get you know, thrown. the letter said, you know, you, you won the contest. Open immediately. You, no. <laughs> you may have already won a million dollars. That's right. <laughs> something bad happened. Don't throw this away. Look now. You get tossed out a window. You get run over by a truck. Yeah, apparently this guy, this uh, Chechnya guy, says that the Russian invasion of Ukraine is a holy war against the satanic values of the West. Yes, he's an ally of Russia. Wow. So his special forces guy in Ukraine. These guys don't realize how comical they are. A holy war? Yeah, a holy war against the the satanic satanic values values of the the West. That's what, uh, remember the... Says that with a straight face. (laughs) The Ayatollahs (laughs) in Iran used to say that. that We were the great Satan. (laughs) Right. That's how they portrayed us all the time and... uh, for their people. I heard Putin a uh, week or two ago give a whole speech about all the Nazis in the Ukrainian government. He, oh, he, he did? He, he was telling his his people in Russia, you know, oh. ju- justifying the war oh. and the expense and why, you know, 100,000 of their uh, sons are dead. It's it's to fight the Nazis. The Nazis. Yeah, yeah. the Nazis. Nazis. That's theory. Mm. And, this, and, and the satanic. Uh, yeah, now it's a satanic followers. thing. All right. Uh, Conway's here. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. I, I don't know if you guys talked. I imagine you did. Uh, about uh, and Pete Buttigieg is going to match the color of the workers to the area you yes, live in. Yes, we were just discussing that. Oh, is that right? Okay. All right. Well, I was uh, prepping in the other room. I would have listened for, for sure. But here's where they're going to run into a problem. Yes. Uh, they're replacing a road in Beverly Hills, and they say to the crew, geez, uh, just not enough white guys on the crew. No. Oh, That's going to be a major problem. Good luck finding them. Yeah. Major problem when, when that happens. Uh, ass is going to hit the fan when that goes down. Or or there's not enough Jewish guys, right? Are they going to go into religion? Or Catholic guys? Or Are Protestant guys? Are you stereotyping guys? Beverly Hills now? I don't know, man. I'm telling you. Hey, I'm, demographics are demographics. Demographics. Look, look up uh, the census. Ding dong. Uh, Google, oh, look at Mark Thompson's yeah. in town. Hey. Oh, what a pleasure. Hold your applause, please. please. Okay. Look at you, buddy. We will. Okay, nice job. <laughs> uh, and uh, Mark Thompson's going to talk about uh, uh, how uh, great his life is. Uh, yeah. I think he lost $10,000 in the Super Bowl. Oh, it was, did not go well. And I, <laughs> really? I chased my first half losses with live betting for the second half, and they were well, you were. Oh, I can't lose every bet, can I? Yeah, apparently you can lose every bet. I literally so, lost so every So you bet. just kept, kept making more and more bad bets well, throughout here, the game. I, once Mahomes went down, yeah. I thought, okay, this game is done. Now i got to go the other way. <laughs> so I load up on the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> and I, as I recall, they didn't win. How many <laughs> individual bets did you make? Um, maybe. I mean, the, a big bets, I made about 12. And how many? And, <laughs> yeah. Which brings me to the hour two when I'm actually pitching the audience for money. And how many of those bets did you win? I, I won none. Oh, I, 
I won. I won two little bets. Little bets. I won two. I lost ten. Won two. That's great, buddy. You two right. are a pair. I'm so used to being a loser, though. That's what we. That's what Conway and I have in common. That's great. Pair when do you guys bond? Yeah. Okay. Well, the GoFundMe go page for Mark is yes. what? You have to. Right. We'll start on that immediately. I would never ask for that. The gambler's anonymous, buddy. Uh, wow. There needs to be an intervention. Not so anonymous, I guess anymore. I'd rather be a gambler than anonymous. <laughs> really. Godfather@chapacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 